there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. How are we, gentlemen? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Take little, two. A little bit of deja vu. A little bit of de- deja vu. <laughs> don't, don't gaslight me by saying deja vu. Uh, today we're going to be talking about gang stalking. Are, are we not going to tell our listeners why this is deja vu? And energy weapons. We did post a whole lot of memes suggesting that we deleted the episode. <laughs> yeah, but we have more listeners than we do Twitter followers. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Today we're talking about gang stalking and energy weapons again. Mm-hmm. Because somehow the last file got corrupted almost as if our bloody gang stalk handlers didn't want that episode getting out into the world. It was too hot. Yeah, so they blasted our new flash... Zoom recorder with a like uh, energy weapon. Yep, all gone. So, okay. shall we talk about gang stalking again? <laughs> let's let's do gang stalking. Do we want to first state what gang stalking is? Sure. Gang stalking is when an individual is stalked by a gang. Yeah. Yeah. Nice one. What's the end next of time? episode? See, that's the thing. It didn't really matter that we lost the episode. <laughs> yeah, it was because that was quite short. Um, Anything but, else? But not like a not like a gang, like say in the movie The Warriors. Yeah, or a gang of motorcycle bandits. Mm. Not like the T Birds or the Pink Ladies. Not like the T Birds or the Pink Ladies. Two of the most fearsome gangs. Yeah. What is the gang that's stalking them? It could be anybody. Gang stalking is the idea that people all around you are working together. Mm-hmm. conspiring, as it were, to uh, drive you mad, to intimidate you, to essentially drive... Uh, end game is to drive you to kill yourself or to, to, to just either to make you kill yourself or to make you seem so crazy that anything that you have to say is instantly discredited. Yeah. The other, I guess, the other facet of it, because a lot of the people claiming gangs talking, which you'll get into later, are just regularly Joe Schmoes. Yeah. So they think that it's not so much to kill themselves or to drive them crazy. Or it is, I guess, to drive them crazy, but it's also a test. Mm. So they're kind of guinea pigs for when the New World Order has to gang stalk for proper. Uh, I found uh, on one of the many gang stalking websites on the internet, mm-hmm. I found uh, 
a description of the sort of people who might be gang stalkers. Gang stalkers? Yes. Mm. People from all walks of life are recruited for this. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Good description. People from all... Oh, sorry. Hold your, hold your fire, son. People from all races, ages, genders, every sector of society that you can think of is a part of this. Including, but not limited to, general labourers, <laughs> the wealthy, yeah. bikers, drug dealers. Wait, bikers meaning motorbikers, motor, motorcyclists, or or just the, like people in lycra? Yeah, could be both. Yeah. Lycra wearers and one percenters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, drug dealers, yep. drug users, yep. street Definitely. people. What's a street person? Like a homeless man. Oh, okay. Uh, punks. Yep. Oh, hip hop culture. The sort of, <laughs> I feel like that was a find and replaced. Uh, <laughs> KKK. Yep. Black activists. Oh. Church groups. Yep. Youth groups. Firemen. Police officers. Lawyers. Healthcare workers. Storekeepers. Maids. Janitors. Isn't this a Richard Scary book? <laughs> cable installers. Phone repair persons. Male character because a phone repair person could be a man or a woman. Yep, no, yeah, no, good well. But only men can be firemen. Yeah. Uh, From the name. Male carriers, locksmiths, electricians, etc. There's really no minimum or maximum age range. So KKK members and black activists, all I see here is a harmonious organization based around unity. And all inclusiveness. What's wrong with this? Well, no, that's what the globalists want you to think. Because they want to. Te- the globalist plan is to tear down borders and tear down what makes us unique. Mm. So they want KKK and, and black activists on the same side because something, something, world, new world order. They don't always know. These people, like, if there's some Klansman doing this, he might not know that his partner in crime is a black activist, though. Yeah. I like how they said. Uh, first they said all parts of society. Mm. Then they kind of drilled down on that and said everyone that has a job or age, race, gender. Mm. Then they drilled down on that further. <laughs> like once you say anyone could be involved, mm. no more drilling down needed. Yeah. You don't need to keep going because you just go forever. Although I guess the one group of people not involved in being gang stalkers is gang stalkies. Fair point. Well, maybe not. Maybe they could... You could think you're gang-stalking someone. Meanwhile, you're being gang-stalked. Possibly. This is possible. And it, we will get to this, but uh, one of the main things that you do when you're being gang-stalked is stalk the shit out of everyone around you. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, Also, the, this same article had a list of the reasons that people get involved in gang-stalking. Right. Uh, some do it for the sense of power. Others do it as a way to make friends. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so they're making friends with the other stalkers or with the stalkee? Yeah, with the no, with the well, actually, later in the article it says one of the ways they'll get you is by becoming your friend. Yeah, okay, no, that's fair. Yeah. And then the next point was, and another way they get you is by isolating you from your friends. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, it's something social and fun for them to do. Uh, many in society use the one-handed sign language to communicate, and it's very effective in breaking down race, gender, age, and social barriers. Sorry, the one-handed sign language. All right. I think we should probably talk about things that gang stalkers do. Okay. So, gang stalking. You're being stalked by a group of people. Yeah. So Your neighbours. Your neighbours, people on the street, people driving past you, people in shops, people on public transport. But what are they actually doing? There's a whole range of things that people complain about. 
one of them. What's that? What? <laughs> what? One of the things that people uh, do is uh, they will make hand signals at you. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. Uh, or you'll see people making hand signals, and it's you know different stalkers signaling to each other. Yep. Uh, they, I found a whole list of uh, yeah. decoding the signals. Right. Like for one thing might be uh, if you open your briefcase, that's indicative of a, that's a message. Or touching your nose, maybe if someone lifts their hat up. Yep. Right. So I remember in like school, mm. and it would be like a quiet room. Or, or even in an office, and someone would cough. Mm. And then you'd hear someone else cough. Because when you hear someone cough, you're like, oh, maybe I need to cough subconsciously, I think. It's like a yawn thing. Yeah. And then I remember sitting there thinking like, oh, three people just coughed out of the blue across the room. What are they up to? Mm. So I feel like that could have triggered me, say, if my, my mind was somewhat schizophrenic, which is what a lot of these people might be. Yeah. Mm. You could see how that would trigger it. If my, you know, fairly well together mind yeah. <laughs> goes that way. It's all right. Yeah. Let's yeah. not go crazy. <laughs> and let's not go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> you fucking stopped doing that. What? What are you talking about? Oh, I don't like this bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't like this bit because it's in my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's just... Uh, some other things, character assassination is something they do. So it's not just following people around. Yeah. It's going to people's friends and family, showing them files on the person. Uh, mobbing is one of the things and traffic mobbing. So mobbing just if you're out on the street, suddenly you're surrounded by people uh, that just seem to come out of nowhere mm. or you're driving down the street, suddenly there's other cars all around your car. It's because they're, you know, they're boxing you in. trying to, make- to me every afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, around about four or five ish. <laughs> You're heading from work and suddenly Driving there's people. from work. What the fuck's going on? All these people. Uh, street theatre is uh, one thing. It's when, not just, you know, like mimes. Yeah. <laughs> but like when uh, an interaction on the street seems staged, like you might see a couple arguing about something. So one time, mm. I, I tell a little story about me possibly being gangstalked. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man, I'm really tipping myself in it today. Uh, we were sitting in a car in a car park. Uh, we didn't have anywhere to sleep. We'd hitchhiked to see a concert, a rock concert. It was actually a hip-hop concert. Um, and we're sitting in a car just kind of like half sleeping in this dodgy car park. And then there was a market that had to set up in the morning. So we could we kind of woke up and there's a market sitting around. And we're just kind of watching all the people come and go from the market as it's setting up. And this guy skateboarded past and someone on the car's like, oh, Luke, it's your mate because I used to skateboard. It was a sick joke. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, a classic though. Yeah. yeah. And then maybe 20 minutes later, same dude comes back, no skateboard, with a guitar. <laughs> Just wandering through playing a guitar. The mate that said that to me was a guitar player. I'm like, hey, it's your. Wait a minute. <laughs> so that would be a way to gang stalk someone. Yeah. yeah. I, I, when I think about street theatre, I think about all the times that I've been like out on the street with my partner and she's like held my hand or something and I've recoiled and been like, who the hell are you? <laughs> and anyone watching that would be. <laughs> We'll be like, ah, this fits the definition of street theatre. Right. Robo, do you, you have multiple stories about hitchhiking to places that have crazy outcomes, don't you? Yeah, I've got more than I one. I think that's the second one I've heard. 
I've got at least six. Yeah, right. Stay tuned. <laughs> uh, brighting is another thing that people do. Brighting. That's, uh, headlights. Headlights. Mm. Uh, including flashing the headlights. Oh, it's yeah. good, good citizenship, really. <laughs> I, I flash my headlights at quite a lot of people, and I often, or well, today, started wondering how many people have I triggered off on the road <laughs> thinking, oh, there's another one. Why are you flashing your headlights at people? To let them know about speed traps or? Either usually that they don't have their lights on mm-hmm. or to hurry up and fucking move. Yeah. Or, oh, really? You don't yeah. go to the beep? Oh, sometimes I'll go to the beep. Okay. Sometimes I'll just give a little flash. Yeah. yeah. To be fair. I don't, like, I don't be- warn people of speed traps. <laughs> if you're speeding, I was fucking like, get a ticket like everyone else. I was like, good bloke salty. Obeying the, the code of the road. No, it just goes for the Passag ones. Yeah. To be fair, like I know your your general routes. Yeah, I wouldn't be beeping people. Yeah, no. <laughs> Do you think it's a high risk of a road trouble. rage incident? <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of the people, one of the videos we came across. And I apologise for jumping ahead slightly. Mm. Was near Salty's house. Yeah. <laughs> this is why. I'm <laughs> <laughs> My main flashes would be, you know, if there's a speed camera, or you know, just to make people think there's a speed camera, like. Oh. <laughs> You don't do that, do you? You like, want a prankster? If I'm driving through, like, well, if, say I'm driving through an area where there's like a truck curfew mm. and there's a truck, I'll give them a little flash to let them know oh. there's nothing there. You little narc. And they're going, they think your flash is, hey, fucking dickhead truck, why are you here in the truck curfew? No, I'm not. I'm, that's what his flash is. No, I'm flashing them to say, hey, f- trucks keeping Australia moving, watch out, Vic Rhodes is back there. Oh, but there's no one there. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I'm okay. saying the truck driver's sitting there going, oh, this dickhead's flashing me. I know that it's a curfew. No, I give him a friendly flash. They friendly. can tell. Right. And my other main flash is when I accidentally flash people. Okay. And then I'm like, oh, I wonder what they think that meant. Yeah. <laughs> Just that. to be clear, when you accidentally flash people, flash people, you're still talking about your headlights? <laughs> uh, let's see, what else? Uh, sensitizing or anchoring, which yeah. is... Uh, I think what Salty's been trying to do to us. Wait by whistling. Or are you just trying to put think of there's noises in our head? What do you mean? <sighs> anyway, moving on. There's two of us that <laughs> noticed it. Um, anchoring is, or sensitizing, is when you associate, you get someone to associate an everyday object with harassment. Mm. So, for example, you might go up to someone holding a, a pen or a spoon. Be like, oh, I'm going to fucking kill you. And they're like, what? Like, nothing. They're holding a pen. Or a spoon. Or a spoon. Anything. But you keep having people come up to them with that object and keep on doing weird little things, just making them uneasy, threatening them, whatever. Eventually, they'll associate the pen or the spoon or the banana or whatever with that. And when they see a pen, it'll put them- salivating. (laughs) Well, it gives them that Pavlovian fear response. (laughs) Because yeah. they associate the item with the harassment. I read one uh, article on a gaslighting website. Uh, sorry, on a gangstalking website. Get to gaslighting in a second. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I read one article on a gangstalking website about this thing. And it was weird because the guy is like, what they're trying to do is inspire uh, a fight or flight reaction in your like body mm. when you see everyday things. Mm. So that you'll become stressed out and 
you'll see a pen and you'll get stressed out and anxious and you'll act erratically. That's like, oh, buddy, you're like 25% of the way to working out what's wrong. Yeah. You, you almost yeah. got it. You've just come at it from the wrong direction. Gaslighting is another one. I think people know what gaslighting is in this day. Yeah, I think gaslighting, yeah. Both gaslighting in, you know, the modern sense of just trying, generally trying to make someone crazy, but also in the traditional sense of... Pouring gas on someone and lighting them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just fucking with people by changing stuff. So the original meaning comes from the movie Gaslight, where the husband tried to make his wife think she was crazy by turning the gas down on the lamps. Mm. So she'd think it was getting darker. She's like, is it getting darker? He's like, nah, it's fine. It's always been like this. Mm. Until eventually she's like, oh, I must be going crazy. Better tell someone who's not crazy where all my jewels are. He's like, fantastic. This worked exactly as I'd planned. Are you spoiling the movie Gaslight for us? Yeah, I did. You've had 60 years to watch it. (laughs) I was going to watch it this weekend. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But stuff like that or going in, moving furniture around, just moving bits and bobs around. So you're like, oh, I thought I put that down there, but I must have put it down here. But maybe I really remember putting it down here. So I'm losing memory. Or or I'm having deja voodoo. I had an editor... Um, we were working on a, a story. This was yesterday. Really freaked me out. And he goes, oh, yeah, it's all looking good. Can you tell me about the – because I had like three or four different headline suggestions. He's like, can you tell me about this one? And I looked. I'm like, I didn't write that. And he's like, what? I'm like, I didn't write that. And he's like, no one else has edited this. I'm like, no, nah, definitely didn't write it. He's like, well, I didn't. And we had this like back and forth on who actually wrote it. Turns out he did. Yeah. He was wrong. Right. Man, that stressed me out. But I mean, in modern office life, in the you know the age of the email, yes, how many like things every day would happen like that? Yeah, would it? Yeah, hmm. shush. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we get the things like chucking a microchip in you. Yeah, uh, implanting thoughts in your head. Yep. Uh, and zapping you with directed energy weapons. That's sort of at the higher end of the scale. So. We briefly touched on it, but I guess the other thing about this is that all of these people have schizophrenia. Yes. That's mainly. Mm. And that's what made looking, like you start off looking at these, like, oh, look at these people, they're idiots. And then, like, oh, there are some real, real problems here. Yeah. Mm. And some, and I think some of them are, obviously, but then some of them, it's like, are they? Mm. Like... <sighs> The guy we watched, there was a video of a guy who was like saying that the government was using a laser beam to play with his dick, <laughs> yeah. right? There's clearly something wrong with that guy. <laughs> and yeah. it, he, he, and I don't know if you watched many of his videos. I, I watched a few I, of them. I, I <laughs> <laughs> he would also always point out whistlers. That's why I was whistling before. Right. He'd be like, oh, here I am. Here's like 10 minutes of filming my leg hair. Because I think they might be moving it with a laser beam. Yeah. Doesn't ever move. Yeah. And also that a whistler goes by. So he always talks about people go by his house and stuff whistling. Okay. Or he'll be at the bus stop and someone will go by whistling. There's one video where he's at the bus stop and there's some guy who's clearly just off his nut on something with headphones on dancing at the bus stop, like having a little drive. And he's sitting behind him waiting for the bus. And he's just filming this guy going, yep, yeah, there's another one. Another one there. 
looking, watching me. <laughs> it's just clearly this guy out of his brain, like dancing to some fucking whatever he's dancing to. The bus comes, they will get on the bus. That's the end of the video. So the, the guy, I think we need to elaborate slightly more on the playing with the dick government <laughs> bit. So this guy, um, he was convinced the government was using satellites to track him and then manipulate his body. Yeah. And one of the things was getting him off, um, playing with his, his penis using a satellite. Hologram. Hologram. Hologram 3D type thing. Yeah. And he said anything they can do in a video game, they can do in real life. Yeah. To your dick. To your dick. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a whole video of him filming his crotch. You don't actually see his No dick. movement. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, whoa, this is crazy. Yeah. It gets quite graphic about it. And that was the first one I watched of his. I think because I clicked on the title, like yeah. whatever it was. But then I was like, wait, is this a fetish thing where he's got like a hundred of these videos and it's all the same? Yeah. But no, that was the only one. The no. rest were, were other stuff. Yeah. So this you can watch that guy and go, okay, this guy clearly has mental health issues. Something wrong with it. There's a there's a, a filmmaker in Australia who's made a, a couple of films about environmental issues who is also convinced that he's a full-time victim of uh, surveillance. Mm. And gang stalking. And the things he writes about in his blog about what are happening to him reads like cooked gang gang stalking (laughs) stories about how everywhere he goes, there's people there. Everywhere he goes, there's people standing around watching him. Everywhere he goes, there's cars. All the stuff that we talked about just before happening to this guy. But this guy has made waves with big businesses and corporations and mining giants and all this kind of stuff. So it's like- I could imagine he would be a person of interest to those people, but would they be actually undertaking such intense surveillance of this independent filmmaker? Yes. So that he basically said for the last, I think in 2016, he wrote a blog saying it had been three years. So now five years, everywhere he goes, he's just completely being followed. It's like, uh. Mm. Mm. I mean, that doesn't seem believable, but I could see- like if you if you're pissing off like big oil companies and stuff, I could see you being put under some level of surveillance, like private investigators, yeah, that sort of thing, something to discredit you. And maybe for a short while after whatever the issue is has happened, mm. but this seems to be an ongoing thing in his life. Well, like big oil, for example, they they'd be pretty pissed off. They probably don't really want to murder him because it would look pretty sus. Mm. So the whole gang stalking and gaslighting someone to drive them slowly insane. I don't know. I wouldn't put it past them, mm-hmm. but they'd have to find people willing to do it. But there's people willing to do anything. Yeah. We've heard this. Everyone. Yeah. No, fair point. Everyone <laughs> can do it. Yeah. Especially if you're like looking to make friends in a new town. Yeah. No, but I could see someone being put under real surveillance and if the, that made them paranoid and then that paranoia grew, yeah. I could see them be seeing people everywhere, even if the actual genesis of it was true. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And that's basically success, right? Yeah. The initial surveillance has made them get to a point where they're so paranoid that they think this is happening all the time and they're not they're going to change their lives and change their routine and that might not be the intent of the initial surveillance either. Like it might yeah. just be to watch them but then it's Yeah, and that it, that yeah. could be down to like so this guy is like seems pretty together and makes these great environmental documentaries. Doesn't seem like a crazy man. Mm. But something might have happened that has sort of 
made his that fight or flight thing trigger off. Yeah, probably so, probably all the bloody dope he's smoking. <laughs> yeah, great because he's t- clearly a hippie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that's the thing. The, the, there's a lot of the people that talk about this are clearly schizophrenic because mm. they're displaying all of the symptoms of it. Uh, but at the base of it, it's caused by being in a sort of constant fight or flight mode. Mm. So whatever does that in your brain is gone a bit skew if and you're constantly in that mode. And so you look around you to see what's causing you to be like that. Mm. And because there's no actual danger causing it, you ascribe the danger to ordinary things. Mm. And so then it's like, oh, the government's moved my alarm clock. Mm. Uh, Everyone with their car door open when I drive past just got in their car so they can start following me. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why that guy was so close to getting it. It's like you've you've almost worked it out. You are your problem is the fight or flight thing. Mm. It's just not no one's trying to put you into that. You're already in it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty four seven. Um so the guy near your house, Salty. Yes. Uh to to cut back to the obviously completely cooked side of things. Yeah, yeah. Um I mean yeah. So there was a guy near your house. <laughs> he was f- driving around your suburb or, or in the same area, filming people. Yeah, this is the Stop Gang Stalking Australia channel. Yep. Yeah, um, and he was a good example of. I think you touched on it before of like they exhibit behaviour where they're stalking people. Yeah. So he was driving around filming people, listening to No Doubt. Yeah, um, wasn't clear if it was a radio or a CD or an MP3, probably CD, yeah. um, or a tape. And then, like, he'd zoom in on people when he was going past them. Yeah. Right in. Yeah. And but it wasn't a big crash zoom. Crash zoom. It wasn't just the zooming in. It was the slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> These are the creepiest fucking videos. Because, <laughs> like, all right, no doubt. Yeah. That's great. Take this pink ribbon off my eyes. I'm exposed and, and it's no big surprise. surprise. Don't you think I know exactly where I stand? This world is forcing me to hold your hand Cause I'm just a girl, little old me Well, don't let me out of your sight I'm just a girl, pretty and petite So don't let me have any rights Whoa, I've had it up to now that, if you heard that on the radio, which by the way, listen to those lyrics. Yeah. That's about gang stalking, right? Is it? Marvellous stuff, by the way, guys. Oh, Don't let me out of your sight. I don't have any oh. rights. No, it's fair. Um, that's, I think it's probably you, more about being a girl in modern society. Yeah. Mm, sure. <laughs> that's what they want you to think. Yeah. If you heard that, if you heard what Salty and I just did on the radio, you'd be like, oh, that's beautiful. Banger. This mm. video's got banger music in it. Harmonising. Yeah. I would have no. thought. No. Because when he does his crash zooms, he'd slow the video down. And it's not like he was slowing it down where it's like, I'm exposed. And he can say, slow down, but change the pitch. Mm. Mm, vaporwave style. Yeah, it doesn't do that. It yeah. just goes. Clearly, wasn't listening to it on yeah. a portable USB floppy disk. No. Mm. It slows down, the crash new- rooms, and just fucking goes psycho sounding. It's like he's done a digit. It's a, some sort of digital slowdown process where it's 
super like it's taking the bits. Yeah. Every yeah. bit of music and it's just like kind of like a good I'm just a girl. If if you're listening to a CD or an MP3, sorry, like last decade and your computer slowed down. Yeah. And yeah. got a blue screen. Yeah. That sound. Yeah. yeah. What I just did. Yeah, just like yeah. yeah. Boom. That's the that's the voice screen noise. All right. Um, man, this is like a Michael, Michael Winslow podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it was also, it wasn't clear, like, there's one example where he zoomed in on a guy with a red T-shirt on uh, leaning out the window of his car. Yeah. And, like, he zooms in like it's important. You're like, well, that's going to come up later on. I bet he's going to see this guy again, but he doesn't. No. Oh, later on in the video, I don't know if you guys watched It was a long fucking video. I don't mm. know if you watched it. I skipped it through, no. I later on, he does do some picture-in-picture picture split-screen stuff. Ah. And he has like a picture of one car from earlier and then another car driving past. Fucking newsflash, dickhead. It's not the same car. <laughs> <laughs> it's a completely different model of car. They're just white and look a little bit sporty. Clearly different cars. The whole front end of them is different. But he's like, as they go past him. And he does that a couple of times. It's like, mate, they're not the, they're not the same people. There's one point where he crash zooms in on someone who's got their window open with like their arm hanging out of the ute. Mm. I'm like, oh, this is the guy's gonna at least like look at him. Yeah. No, no, he's not interested. But weirdly, at one point he stopped at traffic lights filming random people and he waits too long once they turn green. And it wasn't salty behind him, I can tell you this, even though it was right extra salty's house. Yeah. Because uh, he gets bipped. He gets yeah. beeped. <laughs> But no interest in whoever beeped him. That's, yeah. He's like, fair enough. Yep. Yeah. Whoops, I'm, I'm it was green. Sorry, fella. <laughs> Let me just drive off around this corner holding my camera and my cigarette <laughs> at the same time. Bit gangstalkery stalkery out here today, isn't it, mate? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, if the Stop Gangstalking Australia YouTube guy is listening, mm. because this is an Australian podcast about gangstalking, I can see how he might have an interest. Do stop listening now because you don't want to hear the next bit. I stalked this guy a little bit and found his Facebook page. <laughs> uh, and it was really weird. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> you know how Facebook will do algorithm videos every now and then? Oh, so yeah. there'll be like Friends Day where they show you like pictures of all your friends and like how many times your friends have liked your post. They're like, happy Friends Day. Mm. Uh, the other day they did one about the sense of community that Facebook helps foster. Mm. Uh, I don't know why Facebook feels it needs to get on the front foot PR-wise, but apparently they did. And they put this video on everyone's pages. I think if you look up like Facebook community video in the little Facebook search bar, you can find your own. And they take a bunch of your photos and just put them up. Uh, they show you how many groups you're in. Mm -hmm. And the other thing they do is weirdly intercut it with footage of people from various communities. So there's like some kids in South America kicking a soccer ball around, mm -hmm. some kids in Africa dancing, all that sort of thing. You know, happy, smiling people. like, And then just a bunch of photos of you. Uh, but because this guy, all of his photos are of random people in the street that he thinks are stalking him, Here's a video which he he did post. <laughs> it's like this happy soccer jumping African video 
with just random people at the supermarket, <laughs> servos. It's like Facebook brings a sense of community. <laughs> <laughs> well, that coming back to the original document, it does find your friends and community. I guess the thing is uh, a lot of this gets uh, wrapped into a lot of pre-existing conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. a lot of Illuminati stuff, because, I mean, as you noted, one of the reasons ordinary people think that they might come in for this is because they're just being practised on, mm-hmm. but that doesn't always occur to everyone, so they have to come up with another reason. Uh, some of the reasons are if they have a specific uh, bloodline or if they have certain genetics, so, you know, if there's some sort of a shadow war going on between you know different bloodlines you might not even realize that you're a player in that war mm-hmm. and get taken into it but there's also certain uh, genetics apparently have markers for things that the shadow government does not like so someone might be pre- genetically predisposed to being altruistic or an activist so they try and shut those people down before they can do anything good just <laughs> uh some of them, it's not, it's a, sort of similar to the practice thing, but just random, mm. so that people who it's actually happening to uh, can't say, "Oh, this is a uh, because I'm a whistleblower or I'm an activist or whatever." It's like, well, why would it happen to all these ordinary people? Well, you've just been tricked. Mm. Uh, some mm. people have uh, the wrong sort of soul. So the shadow government can map souls, and it's similar to the bloodlines that where, where they can see that you're predisposed to being an activist. They mm. can see your soul is predisposed to that. I would hate to be told by someone that I had the wrong soul. My soul was wrong. Wrong. You know how like there's that kind of happy trope of like, oh, you, I can see you've got a kind soul. Mm. Imagine if like you're at a fucking bonfire party, you're getting wasted on the beach or something like that. Yeah. Some weird hippie comes up to you and goes. Oh, your soul's not right. You've got the wrong soul. What? <laughs> what a downer. What a ruined my night. Jeez. Yeah, but if some agent of the shadow government came up to you and said, oh, your soul's all wrong. I'd be like, yeah, good. Oh, yeah, good. The soul's for tearing down your bloody new old order. But then you'd start getting gang stalked. Oh, no, fair point. Uh, if you get on too many lists, uh, which can be political dissident lists, uh, activist lists, or... Unfortunately, artificial intelligence lists. So the, the big, if the big computer decides you're a problem, Skynet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unfortunately, sometimes all it takes is just pissing off the wrong shadow government person. You so cut, you cut someone off in traffic, and they're on, yeah. the, oh, they're on the way to their shadow government job. <laughs> well, it's like you know, it's like a parking inspector with quotas. Yeah. It's like if you've. <laughs> How many people have you signed up for gang stalking today? Oh, we'll get another one, honestly, Mr. Mr. Jones. Well, if you're a parking inspector, aren't you more likely to give the ticket out to the guy who's like, oh, fuck you, than to the guy who's just like, oh, sorry. The guy in the Lamborghini versus the guy in the broke down old yeah. bloody Citroen yeah. or whatever. It's the you've same got, for the shadow government. You've got one more person to make your quota for the day. You're driving along, someone comes up behind you, beep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, that's it. 
Dick. Done. And, and then someone flashes the light. Nah, that guy. Yeah. Light flasher. Light flasher. Light flasher over beeper? Yeah, definitely. No. Light flasher could be- You're saying it's salty. Light flasher could be warning you of a speed camera. Not if it's me. Yeah. But <laughs> if I'm in the shadow government yep. and someone beeps at me okay. to tell me off and then I'm at the next intersection, I'm still being you know a dickhead. Mm. So someone has to flash me and I've only got one person to add. Mm. I'm adding the beeper- and I'm going to be saying, well, as long as I've recorded down the Flash's details, yeah. maybe they're interested in being signed up. You're one up on tomorrow. Yeah, okay. No, fair point. Can I've I just? Got, I've got someone here who I know is good at flashing. Yeah. <laughs> just going to say in my defense, I know that giving a little flash of your light thought about speed cameras is a pretty bloody Australian thing to do. I think it's universal. And not to want to be un-Australian when I'm driving down country roads and freeways. <laughs> you can't help but yelling, fuck the Anzacs. <laughs> Everyone I pass on the road, I give I raise my finger. Yeah. Give them the little finger wave off the steering wheel. Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> I don't discriminate. Drive if you're driving past me on a country road, you're on the same journey I am, or you're returning from the same journey I'm on. Yep. I know you've probably been on the road a long time. I know you, just a little bit of interaction would be just what you need. I I'm loving <laughs> it's He's raising his finger. I realise this yeah. is lost on the podcast medium. But the, the, the little finger wave. The one finger, finger wave. wave. I am loving the fact that you're insecure now about your Australianism. Oh, you, no, I'm not. I'm that you have to tell us that, hey. I just don't want anyone I, else I, to think I'm un-Australian. I don't, I don't do the flick thing, but I do the finger wave, which is probably on par. Yeah. Salty, I do the finger wave too. Yeah. To everyone. I'm just... Even, I'm on, com- even on city roads, I'm just constantly seeing green people. <laughs> I'm comfortable in the fact that at this table, there is someone here that will always be less Australian than I am. Oh, that's a bit stink. The yeah, other- but I don't really care about that. <laughs> I guess the one other thing is, though, so when you're flashing people, you're triggering off anyone who thinks they're being gang-stalked. But one of the other things that gang-stalk victims complain about is people making hand gestures around them. Yeah. Shit. Jeez. So... You're gangstalker ground zero. And you know what? Because I do it to every single person I pass, the odds are I've done it to someone who's being gangstalked or thinks they're being yeah. gangstalked. <laughs> Should we talk about directed energy weapons? Okay. Yeah. So this is that's the sort of the on the weirder end is energy weapons and implanting thoughts, which is I think very interlinked because I think the the thoughts are being implanted with energy weapons a lot of the time. Microwaves especially. Mm. So the uh, medium of choice. Wait, as in your home microwave or just microwave no, waves? The waves. Yeah. Uh, did you find much about directed energy weapons? Oh, I found people that, that were pretty convinced they could stop them. Um, one lady who I think you came across as well who's a scientist with uh, CERN. Or was a scientist. Was a scientist with CERN. Um, I didn't end up watching her video because she started by saying this is a short video. And it went for 30 minutes. <laughs> I was like, that's... That's a third of a movie, you know? Yeah, that's that uh, Dr. Catherine Horton Yeah, of Stop007. That's her organization's name. Right. And she does all of her stuff inside a tinfoil-lined room. Yeah, she's inside, she's inside a Faraday cage, and I think she also wears some tinfoil. Mm. She's really gone for it. I saw another lady who, um, she was another ex-scientist, and she used to wear lead like or a lead blanket to sleep under and she'd have like a lead balaclava. Yeah, right. And she was like, she said she travels through the airport so much that they knew, they know her when she goes through, like 
because obviously it picks up on x-rays. They're like, oh, here's that lead lady again. <laughs> Which it's weird that this person's traveling so much. If you think you're targeted mm. and you're getting gang stalked and you're being directed, like I feel like a plane is the last place you want to be. Yeah. And also going, your weapon to take down a plane easy. And also you're going through like so many checks. Yeah. Like your x-rays. passports. Yeah, x-rays, all these things. Um, so, yeah. And she was moving around. She was sleeping in a, um, a storage locker for a while. Right. But she said they got them, they found her there. And so she had to move. Yeah, the storage locker people found you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't leave in a storage locker. Um, there was, yeah, that, that, that were the two most... Mm. Interesting ones. See, I thought energy weapons, when we were going to look at this, we were talking about laser cannons and stuff. So that's what I did a bit of looking into. Well, so the big one is Judy Wood with the laser cannons. Judy Wood? So she's the one that was kind of the 9-11 one. Oh, that turns everything into dust? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to go into her quickly? Yeah. uh, So uh, I watched a little bit about her. So she, for people that don't don't know, she is convinced that... 9-11 9-11 did happen, but it was energy weapons that took down the, the two buildings, the three buildings, mm. and uh, by a process called dustification, which is a word she made up. She, she said you have to make up words because if you give it an existing name, it, it changes the meaning somehow. Ugh, I don't know, whatever. Um, she doesn't know how or why it happened. Yeah. She's, she said, like, I, she has no theory on why. This, she's a doctor, so she should have theories. Yeah. She's just like, but we can see that it definitely happened because the building just turned to dust. Yeah. And she has sort of two main points. Incorrect. Um, one point is there was no seismic activity recorded on the day. Incorrect. Incorrect. There was uh, four distinct seismic uh, registers on the Richter scale, um, the biggest being 2.3. World Trade Center Tower Number One, World Trade Center Tower Number Two. Where'd the other two come from? Uh, the two planes flying into World Trade Center Number One and World Trade Center Number Two. Right. So the, the plane uh, building Number Seven didn't didn't register on the old Richter scale. Uh, it wasn't in the story that I uh, I read. Right. Sorry for robbing you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was her, her first point, which is pretty easily disputed. Yeah. The second one... By, by basic fucking physics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the second one was that there was no rubble recorded. Where did all the rubble go? There's so much. like so, And like she's kind of right. There's two giant buildings, yeah. three giant buildings, but mm. all the stuff around them. Where did all that rubble go? Because there was no rubble. It's famously a lot of rubble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I actually did look that up. There's 1.8 million tons of rubble. Yeah. <laughs> About the size of... Probably of, how much those two buildings were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll take. Uh, I think she's also got video where she talks about, like, the the kind of uh, Roadrunner cartoon style. Right. Where she's like, the pillar's there, now it's not there, and it's still just hanging. Yeah, the, it's because the pillar weighs a tonne. And dust weighs nothing. Yeah. So the pillar falls and the dust where it was is still hanging in the air. So like, she, but she's like, oh, it's the roadrunner effect. It's like, yeah, that's what happens. That's what happens the road, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he doesn't turn into dust. He just falls out of the frame. The roadrunner doesn't disintegrate on the spot. It takes off so fast that all you can see is a little outline around the cloud where it was. <laughs> the, the, that coyote is holding like an Acme anvil. Yeah. yeah. It's going to drop. Yeah. yeah. She needs to watch more Roadrunner. Yeah. Um, Before using it as her proof, she needs to understand <laughs> how the physics in the cartoon works. She, I mean, she's got 
like she is, does a lot of media. I think this is like she makes a living out of doing this, mm. making little books and things about dustification and energy weaving. But she hasn't progressed past, as I said, she's, she's got no theory for, for how. Mm. Like, oh, they, they did it from satellites. When people, like, people say, oh, so how do they do it? She's like, I don't know. The satellites are all tied up jerking that guy off. <laughs> they're, they're otherwise occupied. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she's she's pretty crazy. I, I watched another one um, that was Energy Weapons and Alyssa Lamb. Remember the, uh, mm. the lady in the water tank? But I watched the whole video and it didn't mention her once. Right. Um, I guess the theory was that – I didn't watch the whole thing. I skipped through. I guess the it theory was, pretty was they were trying to get people to watch their video by putting her in the title and then not mentioning it. Yeah, and it was part one. It went for an hour 40 and I skipped through it. Uh, there was no part two. I like. It. I don't think he did skip through it. I think he watched it. Yeah. No, no. I, I would look. I would have liked to. How do you know they didn't mention her in one of the bits he skipped? Because it was because he didn't skip. He didn't skip. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, she wasn't in it enough based on what I saw skipping that warranted putting her name in the title. Right. Robbo's like on the podcast. He says. Oh, I looked at it. It said it was a short video, but it was like an hour 40, so I didn't watch it. But in reality, he's like, <laughs> yes. Something to film my Rubbing his hands together. Uh, whatever. Do you see the news that Chinese have apparently developed a laser gun? Yeah, right. They can shoot really far and instantly set people's clothes on fire and burn holes in them and stuff. Jeebus. It's insane. See the kind of energy weapons I want. Well, so there are energy weapons like laser things exist yeah um, that or you can shoot microwaves at people yeah yeah and like make them feel like real uncomfortable and like their skin's hot and stuff mm. they do that for riot dispersal right yeah or you can use it to kill someone yeah, yeah. um there was a couple of guys i think they're from finland or something and they made their own microwave gun from three microwaves and like a metal tube mm. and i didn't see that video but i watched someone trying to recreate it and he was like, it's not, it's not possible. I don't see how this would work. Yeah. And he managed, he still managed to turn a light on that was unplugged. It was just sort of sitting in front of the little tube, turn on the little microwaves, managed to turn a light bulb on using it. Yeah. Um, he reckons these Finnish guys probably did a bit of video editing to make this look like it was blowing things up. Yeah. But, you know, someone can do it in their backyard. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, the idea with the, when it comes into gang stalking is. Uh, that you they're shooting you with laser beams into your brain through your wall. No one else around you can feel it, but they're hitting you with something. Mm. Uh, that's what this Dr. Horton talks about a lot is the reason why she has to be in a Faraday cage all the time is otherwise the government will just slam her with things so that she can't sue them for spying on her. Yeah, right. The thing is, a lot of what they talk about with that stuff, and the, the other thing they use the energy weapons for is to implant... Thoughts in your head using microwaves mm. or to make you hear things. Uh, so you think that someone said something, but no one else has heard it. Yeah. The sort of weird thing is that a lot of that is based on real technology. Yeah. So they call it voice to skull. Uh, <laughs> VTS for short. Which is also what the US Army called it on yep. the web page they had for this. <laughs> <laughs> which they took down about 10 years ago. Uh, Once they realised all their voice to skull gear was online, <laughs> another term for it is synthetic telepathy. That's mm, right. the like official sort of scientific term for what they're trying to do, which is to be able to transmit a message without it uh, going over sound waves. Yeah. 
So one way that people try to do that is with microwaves because you can actually transmit sound with uh, microwaves. It's called the fray effect, yeah. uh, which is actually just when you can hear clicks right. when uh, you're in being hit with like a pulsed microwave. Mm. So this doctor, uh, Alan Frey, discovered it because he had a, I guess, a bunch of people working with microwaves. They're like, what's that fucking clicking noise? And eventually, after probably gaslighting them quite a bit, mm. <laughs> he was like, oh, it's the bloody microwave, isn't it? So then the expansion on that is, all right, if you can send clicks. So you could send a message with clicks. Mm. Yeah, like a Morse code. Yeah. Yeah. But the idea is to be able to, can you send words? Yeah. And after they did some experimentation, they discovered that you could. Wow. Uh, I think they managed to send about nine words in one experiment. Yeah. The only problem is if you try and send anything really much more advanced than that, you'll set the person on fire, <laughs> which is ge- generally not what you want to do. Yeah. Like, it's deadly to do. Right. More than nine words. Not ideal. Yeah. So you need, it's kind of like ultimate Twitter. You need yeah. to keep it really succinct. Yeah. So this is stuff that they'd sort of worked out in the 70s. Yeah. Right. But I mean, even in like the early 2000s, there was a, a US Navy uh, contract for uh, something called Mob Excess Deterrent using silent audio. A company called Waveband was working on using this as like a crowd control thing, like Salty was talking about. To just hit everyone with a bunch of microwaves. Right. Uh, people also talk about uh, you could use it to like, I guess, uh, you know, in The Hobbit, when uh, they come across the, the trolls, it uses a bit of ventriloquism to trick them. Oh, yeah. he throws his voice. Yeah. Uh, the idea is that you could sort of use it to disperse a riot by uh, just hitting different parts of the riot with different messages. Mm. So someone hears, oh, let's all go left. And they just, they run off. Right. And everyone else is like, where's that guy gone? What, what's he doing that for? Right. We're packing but, up and going home. Yeah. yeah. Well, then oh, what the hell? We love cops now. Yeah. Oh, I guess we love cops. Yeah. But yeah, uh, V2K. I don't know why voice to skull, they skip the S, but that's what the army called it. Okay. V2K. V2K, V2K, voice to skull. <laughs> Wait, yeah, okay. That's very confusing. Maybe yeah. they, maybe, maybe it was originally voice to cranium and someone did a sick logo and they spelled cranium with a K because yeah. they were like, this is going to look sick. Did you say it was the 90s? Uh, yeah, this was, yeah. So the K would have been backwards. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it been perfect. Yeah. Oh. This was late 2000s, but anyway. Oh, uh, okay. Um, the... Thing about gang stalking is that it's very much an internet phenomenon. I remember seeing this stuff come up like ages ago, like ten years ago, mm-hmm. and it was one of the, it's one of those things where you probably a lot of the delusions that people are having are very common schizophrenic symptoms. Mm. The fact that you can go online and find someone who confirms that what you're experiencing is real, yes, probably doesn't help at all. Mm. And one of the things that doesn't help is when you look up voice to skull google is like its definition comes from like gangstalking.com instead of from wikipedia yeah um i mean that's they're using brainwaves to control video games now Mm. like the technology around brainwaves and manipulating them and then using them to manipulate the environment is interesting Mm. 
I did when I was looking up gang stalking. I found one Reddit post that someone had posted on the Dark Souls uh, subreddit, mm. which is like a hack and slash game that's very difficult. Mm. Famous, like, famously difficult video game. Oh, I fucking ditched it. <laughs> I didn't even get past the first guy I yeah. had to fight. And I just got so fed up with it. I went and traded it in. When I took it into EB Games to trade it in, I had a whole bunch of games owned by a nerd. He goes. <laughs> He didn't own me. <laughs> Fuck off. I gave him my stack of games I was trading in. He goes, this one, this one. He goes, oh, yeah, Dark Souls 3. Finished today. I was just like, nah, just fucking stopped. And he was like, oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I didn't feel his judgment. But. <laughs> this post was like, it was all about the th- how all of the themes of, you know, what happens to gang stalking victims are present in Dark Souls 3. It was this huge, long thing. Yeah. I just had one reply with a guy going, like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then me going fuck this game <laughs> um i found one uh another youtube video from a guy that describes himself uh, h michael sweeney he says he's considered by many to be an expert in abuse power and new world order issues um and he's talking all about political control technology one of the things he talks about is a um a sniper RFID, so a gun that shoots a little RFID tag into your neck or maybe into your ear, who knows. Uh, and then he says it controls you by the internet. That's not how RFID works. It's not how any of that works. Um, this guy, but he's an expert, considered by many mm. to be an expert, written multiple books. They just, they're using the internet. The other sort of thing that makes this tricky is so a lot of the, like that, uh, a lot of the things that they claim about the directed energy weapons are sort of based on real things. Unfortunately, a lot of the other stuff they claim is sort of based on real things too. Especially the stuff that sounds like it shouldn't be. Right. The gang stalking stuff. The gang stalking stuff. So, for example, I mean, in the States, there was the COINTELPRO program that the FBI ran against like activists that was exposed by people breaking into an FBI office and stealing a thousand files. And they Mm -hmm. found that there was this wide-ranging program to discredit activists or to, uh, like, get involved in their lives and push them away from being involved in things. I think it's interesting when you read about it, it mentions how one of the targets was the KKK. Mm. And it's like, is was that added to Wikipedia by uh, someone over at the FBI? <laughs> it was like, all right, we did one KKK guy and we did, like, a thousand communists. <laughs> But uh, so they they did things like uh, to Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, they had a tape of him, I think, getting playing away, as they say, you know, cutting someone else's grass. Oh, he was, he was, I, I think we can just say having an affair. Having an affair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was being a little bit naughty. Okay. And they had they had audio of it because of course they're bugging him. Mm. And they send him. I don't know if it was a, the tape or the transcripts. They also send him a letter saying, "Kill yourself." Uh, which he didn't do, obviously. Mm. But that was like one of the things that they did. But a more sort of pertinent example, uh, but similar, was the Stasi had a program called uh, Zerzetsung, which was basically gang stalking. Right. <laughs> uh, there were 10,000 victims of it. It came out in the wash. About 5,000 of them had sustained irreversible damage from it which I think was either psychological damage or uh, 
they'd been driven to harm themselves or sustained irreversible damage to their reputation or whatever it was. Mm. Because I think when the st- when all of that fell apart, I think when they that five thousand of people that could make some sort of financial claim, right, based on how bad what happened to them was, but. This was a policy of the Stasi. So in G- East Germany, they uh, had a bit of a problem, which is that they were dicks. Mm. <laughs> and there were a lot of people that thought that. Mm. You can't kill everyone who thinks you're a dick in East no. Germany or you'd just be all day. Just killing the whole time. Yeah, you'd be going through Clorox like there was no tomorrow, like constantly cleaning your yeah. kill room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also it's a bad look if you're trying to go out to the world and saying, oh, it's uh, – the Soviet Union, you know, we're the best. Yeah. We're the best one. They're like you people you guys are always killing people. <laughs> uh so they had a they did kill a lot of people. Yeah. But there was a few people that were like, oh well, we can't kill this guy. But what if we just fucked with his head until he killed himself? Um, that could get the job done. Yes. So they would do like a lot of the stuff they talk about here. Every person who was targeted, so of these ten thousand people who were targeted. Uh, I think they all had a, four people assigned to them to fuck with their lives, doing things like uh, going into the house, moving their furniture, mm. changing their alarm clock time. Uh, Would be annoying. Yeah, putting pepper in their salt shakers was one thing. Oh, no, that's more annoying. Yeah, uh, unless you're going to put pepper in anyway. Yeah. Oh, someone's made a little blend. Thank yeah. you. Uh, property damage. Messing with their cars, um, giving them incorrect medical treatment. That's slightly higher than the pepper thing. Yeah. Uh, they'd send people to like seduce their partners to cause their relationships to break down. Or, you know, one day, oh, package packages in the mail. This, you know, this is before Australia Post body budget cuts where you just get the little card no matter what. Oh, what's this package? A little vibrator's been sent to you. A little sex toy to me, missus. Did you order this? No, I didn't order it. Well, oh, I didn't order it. I had an Xbox right. <laughs> what, what the frick? <laughs> <laughs> so lots of little things like that. Following people around, making them know that they're being watched or making them think they're being watched all the time. So it's something that was actually done. Mm. So today when someone says, oh, this is happening to me, it's like, well, you can't 100% say that it's not. Unless you're that guy driving around my suburb, <laughs> randomly <laughs> zooming up on people driving their cars. So p- part of the reason that um, we actually looked at this in the first place was I came across a little while ago uh, Susie Dawson, who was the head of the, or is the head of the New Zealand Internet Party, mm. which was Kim.com's political party. She took over after he left. And she's actually in exile in Russia from New Zealand because she was being gang-stalked by the uh, New Zealand government. Just to be clear, self-imposed exile. Yeah, self-imposed yeah, okay. exile. Uh, things seem to... I don't think she's been gang-stalked now she's in Russia, mm. where as the leader of a foreign political party, she's almost certainly being watched. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so she was involved in like the Occupy movement in New Zealand. Uh, from what I know of... New Zealand far-left politics, which I know more than you might expect. Mm. She wasn't really anybody. So it's sort of weird that she would get gang-stalked by the government. But she posted this big she's posted this big uh, dossier about all the things that happened to her, stuff that included like 
her day begins at 3 a.m. with cars driving past her house. It's like, why would anyone be driving the streets at that time? Mm. Going to work. Mm. Going home from work. Going to the job as a baker. Well, when she goes out to work at the same time as she's leaving, her neighbours are leaving, you know. Oh, that's, that's spooky. Yeah. There's cars all around her on the road as she's driving to and from work, etc. That happens to me as we established earlier. Uh, but also stuff like there'd be little holes in the roof of their house or like clothes would be torn mysteriously. Right. Although at one point she does say she had like brand new socks and they were replaced with like old men's socks. It's like, oh, that could be a shared clothing line mishap. That yeah. could be like a... Someone left those old men's socks in the dryer at the laundromat. Yeah, there's a lot of explanations for that. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of explanations for everything she's talking about. The weird thing was, though, it's like, okay, there's clearly an issue here. But people like Caitlin Johnston, who's this Australian journalist who I think we've mentioned before, she's one of the um, people who's very into knocking the white hats in Syria. Mm. But she was she posted like an interview with this person, taking it 100% seriously. I was like, that's weird, because on the face of it, this is not right. At least throw in the Stasi thing if you're going <laughs> to treat this seriously. Anything else on gang stalking and energy weapons? I don't think so. I'm sure these things will come up back up in the future. Mm. Yeah, I think they might. The yeah. thing about gang stalking is it is going to come up, because the main thing that happens because of it is YouTube videos. Yeah. A lot of YouTube videos of people documenting people watching them or driving past them. Other, I guess the next most dangerous thing that happens because of it is random people on the street get approached by someone accusing them of stalking them. Yeah. Who knows how many people are going, walking past a gang stalking person, a gang stalked person. Yeah. And coming away thinking, am I being fucking stalked? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, when, when this started, when we started talking about this, my friend, um, Danny, has a story of when he first came to Melbourne where he was on the train on the tram and with his phone. But he was sitting there looking at messages on his phone. Someone across from him on the tram just starts going, Stop filming me. Stop filming me. Stop and Danny's like, I'm not filming you, man. Look, and he showed him and he saw it. And the guy pulled out this busted old Nokia, like Nokia 3310 or whatever, and just starts going, How do you like it? How do you like it? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, dude, that camera definitely had a camera. <laughs> But yeah, I wonder if that guy thought Danny was gang stalking him. Maybe. I just before I finish what I was saying about uh sorry, to, I interrupted. I, I did see one way to get back at your gang stalkers. Yeah. Is so obviously one way they get you is by fucking with your head until you act out. Yeah. And then they say, "All right, this guy is crazy. Everyone saw him do that." Yeah. So it all comes to a head with that. One way you can get them though is cuz they're always reading all your text messages. Just text yourself. Because they can't do you, like, if you texted them, like, oh, I know you're watching me, I'm going to get you, they'd be like, all right, that's harassment using a carriage service. Yeah. You text yourself, there's no law against texting yourself. So you just text yourself, you're like, oh, this fucking dickhead's watching me again. Right. Oh, what an asshole. Hate him. He's they, stupid. They'll see that. because They'll see it because they're watching it. But the other thing to do is take your good phone, get a busted old phone like this guy's phone, Yeah. and he was like, just text the other phone like, Big files. He's like, I use a 300 kilobyte file. Whoa. And you just text it to the phone, but you text it like 20 times and it fills up the phone. What's going on? What does that do? No, but it's filling up your busted old phone, yeah. but it's also filling up their phone. 
Because they're intercepting all your messages. What they're if like, oh, a 128 gig card in there? Just got to keep sending it. Yeah, right. But the reason, so the reason we probably will see more of this is because, yes, there's YouTube videos and then there's people being confused on public transport. Yeah. But then there have also been a few high-profile mass shootings by people who thought they were being gang-stalked. Uh, there's an article uh, exploring the connection between gang-stalking targeted individuals and mass murder by Christine Satishi in Violence and Gender, the journal. And she looked at uh, Gavin Eugene Long, who in July 2016 shot and killed three cops. Uh, there was Aaron Alexis, who killed 12 people at the Washington Navy Yard. Uh, Myron okay. May, who sh- wounded three people at Florida State University in 2014. And Jiva Lee Wong, who killed 13 people in 2010. They all thought they were being gang stalked. So, yeah, I think that I don't think those are the only four mass shootings we'll ever see. So, I'm, th- I'm sure it will come up again. Yeah. Um, now, where do people find us on the internet? They can find us at redbubble.com if you look up Hypothetical Institute. You can buy some of our merch while this fucking Judy Woods making bank off these 9 11 idiots. <laughs> Buy a mug. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a mug. Buy a mug. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Spotify and Stitcher, iTunes, all those places. iTunes, you can even leave us a sneaky little review. And on Facebook, you can leave us a review. Yeah. yeah. And you can find us on Twitter for some of those sick memes at Hypothopod. Uh, you can get me at Ale of a Time and aleofatime.com for beer thangs. Uh, you can get me at Saltmarsh on Twitter, Andrew Saltmarsh Illustration on Facebook, and check out Toe Hider on Patreon. And you can find me on Twitter at Sexenheimer and gather around me on Facebook and iTunes, my other podcast. Thanks, everyone. See ya. Bye. Don't worry about a thing. Contains mind-altering drugs Don't worry About a thing Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation In which to disarm Australia I said don't worry About a thing I accept You can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Don't worry Not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which, let's not forget where all of the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing, except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you're just...